One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more r slash am I the butthole. If you have your moment of your time, would you please consider hitting that like button? Let's just get straight involved with today's stories. Much love, guys. Now, this first story comes from Unlucky Fiance. Am I the asshole for not returning an engagement ring that my fiance who passed away had crafted specially for me? Disclaimers, it's a throwaway. English is not my native language, so excuse some spelling mistakes and wonky grammar. Three, long time lurker, first time poster, so pardon if formatting is weird. So, me, my fiance dated for five years. Last December, on our fifth year anniversary, he proposed to me and I accepted. In my country, engagement rings are not a major thing. Couples show that they're engaged by wearing their future wedding rings on their right hand. Once they're married, they start wearing it on their left hand. Because I always watch men proposing to women with wedding rings on American movies, internet videos, TV shows, and other media, I'd always have the same ideal in my head. Knowing this dream of mine, and since his family doesn't have any heirlooms or family jewels, he had a goldsmith craft a wedding ring especially for me. He knew I don't like fancy and flashy jewels. I'm a very discreet person, so he had a ring made for me that was exactly what I'd like. And I did. I absolutely adore it. Sadly, a couple of months ago, my fiancé fell ill and passed away. I'm not going to go into details about it because just writing this out makes me sob. I'm still very much not over it. Skip a few weeks and his sister and his mum. I never really got along with neither the sister nor the mum, but we're friendly towards each other. Called me asking me for my engagement ring. They said that since that we never got married, our wedding was scheduled for early 2022 and never will, I would give the ring to the real family, since it represented a promise that will never be fulfilled. I told them no. Don't get me wrong, if it were a family jewel or an heirloom, I'd not hesitate to give it back, but it isn't. He had it made specifically for me and I'll be keeping it because he gave it to me on our fifth year anniversary together. Now they've gone to my parents who they've talked to like twice in all the five years me and my fiance were together. To all their community friends, some of which I share, telling I'm appropriating property that doesn't really belong to me anymore. My parents are on my side. Community friends are divided. Some say the ring is rightfully mine. Some say it was a symbol of contact that fell through due to the sad circumstances and that I should give it back. And I'm keeping one of their son's property and it should stay with his sister to pass along to her future children. I keep saying no, but they have been so insistent that I'm starting to second guess myself. So, am I the asshole for not giving the ring to them? There is an edit which says, wow, guys, thank you all so much for your kind words, well wishes and heartwarming empathy. You guys are truly amazing. I love reading the comments and responding to you guys, but I need to go to bed. I promise I'll read and respond to everything and everyone tomorrow. Thank you so much again. 
Now, this is a simple, not the arsehole for me. And I was thinking, like, if I put myself in fiance's shoes, what would he want to happen to the ring? And I can guarantee that he'd want you to keep the ring absolutely 100%. So not the arsehole, just from that point of view. And you did mention in there, just to go off a different path here, about if it was an heirloom, you'd give it back. And I remember a story we had about a month or so ago where it was the same situation, but the, the ring, I think it was a ring, was an heirloom. And the family wanted it back and all this kind of thing. But Opie didn't want to give it up because that's the only memory they had of their partner. And they didn't want to give it up. A lot of the comments were coming out with a compromise of saying like, you know, you could pass the ring on back to them when you pass away, like put it in one of their names kind of thing. Obviously, I'm not saying that should be in this situation, but I'm just saying how this story reminded me of that one. Anyway, <laughs> I've gone off on mine as I usually do. We go to the comments to see what they say. And we'll start off with a lovely summertime saying, not the arsehole. First of all, I'm sorry for your loss. Second, the ring is yours. Your late fiance's family doesn't have some kind of ownership over it. He made it for you and the fact he sadly passed doesn't change that. You are the rightful owner. And Nishark says, not the arsehole, the promise was to spend the rest of the life with him. A promise you fulfilled and the ring is a symbol of that. And Kelly Margaret says, not the arsehole, the ring was custom made just for you. You received it as an anniversary gift. Keep the ring and try to lose his negative, greedy family. And Arbor says, not the arsehole unless it was a family heirloom. It is your ring. He made it for you because he loved you and he wanted you to have something special. Don't bow to their pressure, OP. They are being greedy and selfish. Your fiance would have wanted you to keep his ring. Ignore them. Wear your lovely ring and eventually they will give up. I'm sorry for your loss. And March of the Black Bean says, not the arsehole. Absolutely under no circumstances do you give them your ring. It was a gift for you, not them. They're so hateful they don't want you to have it and are bad-mouthing you all over town. Screw them. Keep your ring. I don't care what the community says. If someone starts in on you, just say, it's my ring, I'm keeping it, end of discussion, and refuse to say anything more on the matter. So sorry for your loss. And we have one more from TKD Warrior Princess saying, not the arsehole. Beyond the ring being a symbol of a contract, more importantly, it was a symbol of the love he had for you. That love didn't go away because he unfortunately he passed. The ring is yours and I'm sorry for your loss. Now, what would you do if you found yourself in OP situation? How would you react to the family acting in this way? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story. This next story is from OK Products 6304. Am I the arsehole for telling my adult daughter the truth about why I wasn't in her life? Throw away for very obvious reasons. Recently, I got back in contact with my adult daughter, M, after having had nothing to do with her since her birth. She's 25 now, but honestly, I wasn't around from her birth all the way through to when her mother died a couple of years ago. Now, I'm not a perfect person here. I've done some bad things, but in this case, I don't think I was the bad guy. M's mother and I dated for about a year after I graduated high school in 95, while I was just in college. I'll be honest, her mother was a rebound girl. Never thought it would be a long-term relationship or anything. We became close and did a couple of things, but I always made certain to use protection. I didn't want kids at that stage in my life and thought I'd made it clear to M's mother. After coming back from family vacation one summer, I'm surprised to find that her girlfriend's apartment is empty and she's dropped off the face of the earth. Poof, gone. 
Over the past years, I've wondered what happened, but any attempts at searching for M's mother failed. A couple of months ago, I got a visitor out the blue, and after some awkward moments, M introduced herself as my daughter. She wanted to know her dad, but at the same time, I felt this hostility there. She was angry, rightly so, at me for not being in her life, and I got the impression this was a, well, I can say I met the bastard type of thing. She told me how her mother had died a couple of years prior, only after telling her my full name and to go looking for me. It had taken her that long to finally track me down. She wanted to know everything I'd been doing to that point, while I still found it hard to believe. Eventually, she asked why I'd never been in her life and I told her two reasons. One, I didn't know you existed and two, your mum completely vanished on me. She didn't believe this and scoffed, but telling her my own story about what happened seemed to mesh up with some things her mum had told her. This has created a problem. M practically hates her mother for what she did. She accepts that I didn't even know she existed and couldn't find her, so she can't fault me for that. However, she worshipped her mum, and now she's finding out that not only her mum did lie to her about the reason I wasn't around, but now she questions about her own birth. Was it some stunt by her mother to force me to stay around? We talk from time to time, but her mum has gone from being respected to that lying bitch, amongst other things. I genuinely feel bad about this and wonder if I was the arsehole for telling the truth and destroying whatever memories M had of her mother. So, am I the arsehole? And there were some additional questions people were asking, so I'm going to read this comment out first because it does ask a question. from Madeline Gumber who says, Info, it doesn't make sense that this was a stunt to get you to stick around, as she didn't tell you she was pregnant. Is there a reason you both rejected the most obvious answer? The ex took you at your word that you didn't want a kid, accidentally got pregnant, was unwilling to have an abortion or give the baby up, and decided to move so you wouldn't have to be involved. I think this is still not great behavior, but it's hardly the act of a monster. More like a confused young woman who wants her baby without dragging you into fatherhood. And OP replies to this one saying, I had more info in the first post of this, but it exceeded the 3000 character limit, so I fully expected the info questions. To answer your question, I made it clear when we started dating that I was hurting. I experienced a very bad breakup of my high school sweetheart, and though we talked about it, I specifically told her that I felt I wasn't ready. Being just 19, yes, I failed 8th grade to have kids. She would sometimes joke that, well, she wanted a child, but respected my feelings on the matter. We're taking a break around the time my family and I went on vacation, and during that time, I'd largely grown over the relationship. Sure, it was nice and all, but after some serious soul-searching, I'd realized that I didn't love her, and I just loved the things we did together, both physical and otherwise. Today, I suppose, you'd call her a friend with benefits, but at the time, I didn't know that term being rather innocent about many things. Also, I don't know if this is worth noting, but she was 35. So yeah, I was a young guy with an older woman and was loving mostly every minute of it. But Kara says on this one, not the arsehole. She deserved the truth, but I don't know why she thinks her mum got pregnant to keep you around if she ghosted you like that without ever telling you. And we pretty much got our answer on that one. And Abba Zabba says, whoa, deleting this whole thing because I just saw the part about the mum being 35. OP, sorry if you already read the first version of this comment where I imagine myself as a teenage girl being unexpectedly knocked up by a summer fling. 35 to 19 age gap is downright predatory and you are in an emotionally vulnerable state to boot, making you very easy prey. Yikes, that info needed to be in the post. 
The mum lied to her daughter her entire life and it honestly sounds like she used you to get pregnant to be honest. She sounds like a master manipulator and being dead doesn't absolve her from the damage she did to both of you. That's some Jan Levents and Gould's level shit right there. I'm sorry, I don't know who that is. Not the arsehole and definitely get therapy. And Lara Miller says, you were 19, she was 35. She wanted kids, you didn't. She had the money to completely move while you were on vacation before finding out that she was 35. I thought she was your age or around there and that maybe her family insisted on it. Not she did it. She had this entire thing planned and your vacation was fortuitous timing. She had no intention of having you in her life after she confirmed the pregnancy. Not the arsehole. And if she lied about the plan, imagine the lie she's been telling her daughter. And we'll have one more from Nah 2016 saying, Not the arsehole. Dead mum is. The poor girl needs some truth in her life. It seems right now she is justifiably angry with her mum. But I don't think it will last forever. Her mum is deceased, which means ultimately no harm is coming to her for your honesty. This is a no-win situation because either she's mad at you or she's mad at her mum. She already has good memories of her mum to fall back on while you have no such thing. This way, she can have at least one alive parent. You both deserve the chance to connect. Now, what are your thoughts on this one, especially with the little bit of updated information, which I think changes everything? Let me know your thoughts on this one and we'll move on to the next story. Hold up, what was that? Boring, no flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. And our next story comes from Cole T 924 Oh, Cole T. Am I the asshole for telling my brothers I should get first pick in inheriting my dad's things? Hi, I'm new to Reddit, but this seems like a good way to get an anonymous opinions. Sorry if something about this post is off. Anyway, I'm in my early teens and recently my dad passed away. My parents are divorced, so I grew up with a single dad while visiting my mum every so often. My dad passed in his late 70s from old age. I know this is weird and before me he had two sons who are in their late early 50s. They both have their own families and are financially stable so they weren't around very often which has led me to think of them more as distant uncles than my actual siblings. I know they still talk to my dad over the phone and we did meet up on holidays so it's not like they abandoned him. Now that my dad is gone I had to move in with my mum in a different city and I told my siblings I should be able to have the first pick in what I want to take with me. The things I want specifically are the ones that had sentimental value in such as the larger antique items, portraits of his grandparents and his jewelry. The item that meant the most to me was a ring he always wore with our last name written on it. 
I remember some time ago my dad has brought up that he wanted me to have his things, but I don't fully understand the legal aspects. This and the fact that I'm the one who was with him when he died has been my reasoning to why I should be able to inherit what I want while leaving the rest plus the house to my siblings to do what they want with. I don't know what they will do, but it would upset me if they sold anything that I cared about. My brother's reasonings to why I shouldn't get these things are because I am too young and they had him first. I never met my grandparents, so it wouldn't make sense for me to get his things passed down the family. The ring I really wanted also has our last name engraved on it. Both my brothers are married men, so they won't be changing their last names. Meanwhile, I am a girl and it is a possibility that I will at some point. I also don't have my own house to put them, nor do I have my own bills to pay as I'm living with my mum. Am I the arsehole for not wanting to give up my dad's things? Edit. So that I don't have to repeat this again in some comments. Yes, my father did leave a will and I'm supposed to get the house in his savings. He told me personally where he kept his smaller items and that I should take them when he passes. I know I'll be able to get the things I want if I was determined, but I want to avoid ruining my relationship with my family. So I wanted to leave them the house and part of the savings if they'd let me take the sentimental items. Since I am the youngest, I was the closest to him when he passed and when he made his will. My siblings think this is unfair and they should get more as I was also an unplanned child. My question is whether or not I'm the arsehole for taking advantage of being the youngest and taking what I want. Now, the first question that jumps into my head, because as you guys all know, I've been through this recently with my own father. We had no issues like this, but so my first question would be, do you have a will in this situation? Because obviously that will specify what everyone gets. And I know some people's wills don't cover everything. So maybe that like the sentimental stuff has been left out of the will. And I think what you need to do is really just sit down with your family and discuss it heart to heart with them rather than causing family conflicts and just say to them, look, I don't want to fall out with you guys. Is there a way I could at least get a couple of the sentimental items that mean a lot to me and talk to them because you guys need to take turns in picking those sentimental items because I'm sure that they may want something of their father's as well. And I know it's incredibly sad when there's something you really, really want that the relative has left behind and, and it means a lot to you. But sometimes you have to have these heart to hearts and talk with your family and compromise with them because they're going to want something as well. And I remember it. I remember when we was in my dad's house, like when we were sorting my dad's stuff out and we was like going through and, you know, we was having a bit of a laugh at some things like the aftershave he used to wear and stuff like that. And keeping a bottle of that just for the sentiment, just for the sentimental stuff. It was like Old Spice <laughs> and he used to wear that stuff all the time. And it was a little memories like that. And it's not a huge sentiment. I mean, there's old spice is worth nothing but the sentimental value to everyone and there was an old plate that my my mum and dad had in their house and it was like it's like an old tin plate they had loads of other plates but there was this old tin plate that everyone used to fight over the whole family and it, it, it reminded me of like a world war one helmet and everyone remembers this plate and they kept that to one side as well and it's just silly things like that that came out to us you know the jewelry side of things and, and stuff like that I have no interest in all of that kind of thing, but the, the silly things like the plate and the, and the old spice was, was great memories for me. But as usual, I've gone off on one and Clavin Loft says, you're the arsehole. He was just as much their dad as he was yours. You do not have any special status as far as I can tell. All have equal claim to his things. And Reb Lev says, you're the arsehole for wanting all things sentimental and of value and leave them with what? Why not split everything evenly? To which Opie replies, I doubt the ring I want is worth more than the house I intended to give them. 
and MPG says, you're the arsehole, everyone should get an equal share. When my dad passed, we all took turns picking out what keepsakes we wanted. That way, everyone had something to remember him by. Other assets, house, etc. were split equally. And OK Smell says no one's an arsehole here. Find out what your father's will says and make sure you and your brothers follow it. They may well also have sentimental attachments to the things you mention, but before you start arguing about particular items, find out if your father had actually divided them up already. And Justin Likes Fit says, you're the arsehole. The stuff that is sentimental to you could be sentimental for them too. They're also his kids and I'm sure he would want them to have some of his stuff. An even split is the fair way of doing things unless your father's will said otherwise. And one more from No Jellyfish who says, Info, did your dad leave any sort of will behind? And how do laws in your country work when it comes to the inheritance? To which OP replied saying, He did leave a will behind and meant for me to inherit the house and the majority of his money. The thing is, I have no use for a house, obviously, and I care more about sentimental items he had, so I don't mind if my siblings take it and make some money. My father's side of the family is the only actual family I feel like I have since I'm close to strangers with my mother. Legally taking my dad's money seems like it had ruined my relationship with them. I know I'm able to get the important stuff if I go through with it. That's not the issue. My siblings think I'm selfish of how I'm taking advantage of being the youngest, which is what I wanted opinions about. Now, what do you guys make of this one? How would you deal with this situation? Let me know your thoughts and we'll move on to another story. And this story's from Annoyed Sis. Am I the arsehole for being mad at my sister for telling me I'm not a real adult? A little background, I, 25 female, live with my boyfriend, 28 male, and my parents. We've got our own room with a bathroom and own living room downstairs. We share a kitchen and garden, etc. We're hoping to move out on our own next year when we've saved up enough money. It's a difficult situation as I've never really got on with my dad. He finds it difficult to accept that I'm an adult and is constantly coming into our room to take the dishes down instead of just waiting for us to do it and is constantly on at me for being untidy. We had a big argument the other day as he came into our room again and had a rant about how messy everything is and I'm just sick of it. It's his birthday today and I didn't get him a present. I work full time and didn't want to spend time shopping for someone who doesn't respect my privacy. Plus, I'm trying to save money. My sister, 32, came over to give him his present and was disappointed that I didn't get him anything. My sister moved out when she was 18 to go to university and then just never really came home as she got a job in another town. She gets on much better with my dad. She started having a go at me saying that she gets that he can be annoying but he's still my dad and I should have gotten him something. She said that we are lucky that we have good parents and I should overlook these annoyances because no one is perfect and being an adult doesn't always mean people make good decisions. She's a teacher so can be very patronizing. I said I know this as I'm also an adult. This is the bit I'm annoyed at. She said then yes, I'm an adult but only half of one as I've never really had to make it on my own as apart from three years at uni, I've always lived at home. So I've never had to pay rent and bills, keep a house clean and tidy, deal with utility companies and make independent decisions. I found this really disrespectful as I do pay rent to my parents, 200 pounds, and we cook and clean our own messes when we cook. We end up in an argument where I ended up pointing out that by moving out early and being a real adult meant that it took her 10 years to save for a house that just because she moved out early doesn't make her more of an adult and now no one is really speaking to each other. I think it's her fault, but my mum thinks I escalated the situation and that what she said wasn't really that bad, so I want to know. 
Am I the asshole? Now I'm gonna have to come at this one just from my feelings around this post and it feels like a very sort of entitled attitude, 200 pounds a month. Can I move in with your dad? <laughs> I'll be sure to keep my room tidy for that as well. And I mean, 200 pounds between two people as well. Wow, you sound pretty ungrateful and entitled in the situation. And in some ways, I feel like your sister could have been more tactful in the way, saying that you're only half an adult. But at the same time, she is right. And maybe you need a bit of a kick up the backside to get yourself moving, or at least have some more respect towards your parents in this situation. But Evocative Enigma says, you're the arsehole. I mean, I kind of agree with your sister. You're living in the house at a very cheap price. Then your father has to clean up after you because you won't take your dishes to the kitchen. He's not coming disrespecting your privacy. He's cleaning up his house, which you apparently aren't being very considerate about, apparently. If you keep taking dishes and he has to hunt them down, he has a right to ask for a certain level of hygiene since a stack of unwashed dishes will attract rodents. It sounds gross and that is his house. That doesn't sound like someone who is an adult because you can't even keep that up. You sound like you're being petty and not getting something for your father for his birthday. He hasn't kicked you out and even letting your boyfriend move in. You aren't making it on your own as an adult. And International Risk 86 says you're the arsehole and a fairly ungrateful one. Your argument was flawed as apparently your dad saved you years of struggling like your sister to get a house and you spit in his face because he is tired of you treating his place like trash. Grow up. Do you pay for food, utilities, insurance? Then you're still a kid. And Powersmith says, well, honey, the true stings. You're the arsehole. You are living in an extended state of adolescence. You seem to think that you're entitled to live mostly off your parents and don't appreciate very much that their kindness is enabling you to save money you could not if you had to be responsible for yourself. 200 pounds probably barely covers or not even the food and utilities you two use. But you have no idea because you never had to be fully responsible for yourself. You are being petty by not getting a birthday gift if everyone usually does in every year in your family because you don't like being reminded of how you need to grow up. Amal says, you're the arsehole. Your parents allow their daughter and her boyfriend to live at their house for a nominal rent. And then the daughter doesn't buy her father a birthday present because she doesn't like having to be tidy. If you don't want to maintain your father's standards of cleanliness, act like an adult and move out of his house. Don't engage in passive aggressive BS like not giving him a birthday present. Consider that your sister's argument probably has some valid points. Now, what do you guys make of this one and today's collections of stories? What are your verdicts on today's stories? I would love to hear them if you have a moment of your time to share them. Once again, thank you for your love, support and time towards the channel. And I will see you, you cheeky so-and-so, in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.